You have just entered The Royal Access, the show for growth-minded game changers seeking God's direction in their relationships and careers. I'm your host, Coral Pinder, and I'm super excited about growing along with you. Now let's dive in to this episode. Welcome to the uh, Royal Access podcast, a show with growth-minded game changers seeking God's direction in their relationships and career. So I am super excited. This is my first show, Winging It. I am Travis Miller, a guest host. Uh, shout out to Corel. Thank you for inviting me on the show. Hopefully I do a good job and you don't have to throw this edit in the garbage. <laughs> but I'm super excited to be on this show uh, with a, my guest and great friend, Tatiana Patton. We've been in the trenches for years and is glad to have her on the show. I was just on her show a few weeks ago, month ago. Um, you know, talking about God-driven stuff and we'll probably be a part two of that and to talk more details about what's going on and what project she's working on. Uh, but today, for the most part, we're going to talk about the, our, ongo- our ongoing theme uh, for the next couple of months is be, well, next couple of weeks uh, called the split rock moments. And I, the split rock moment was coined by Marshawn Evans Daniels. And just to give a framework of what that is, I just have a little snippet from a blog post explaining it. Evans talks a split rock moment that happens in the path of purpose discovery. This is a point where something revolutional occurs, which alters the directions of one's life. It's usually as dramatic as a coinage portrays where a rock, a stronghold, a place of solace, a path of comfort, a pillar of stability, is suddenly and brutally smashed, often leaving one bare, vulnerable, confused even, and gasping. According to her, uh, that is a purpose tugging you from comfort to calling. So, and again, I'm no stranger to uh, this guest. We've been working together for several years on different projects, uh, but I will just open up to say, uh, welcome to Tatiana Patton. Tatiana, give us a shout out, give us a little bit of background of who you are, where you're coming from. Yeah, uh, we need uh, sound effects. Um, we have sound effects on the show, but I'll, I'll put that suggestion in. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> My name is Tatiana Patton, as I was so uh, so energetically introduced. Um, sorry, I know I'm supposed to be be uh, introducing myself, but I think I I can understand or relate to this split rock moment thing now right. okay, <laughs> <But>, um, <clears throat> um, I am a creative I uh, originally went to school for digital filmmaking and video production I then focused on that uh, <clears throat> and went on an entrepreneurial uh, road which I guess I am still on but just not exactly in the same way or not solely focused on video more so on just creating content. Um, I currently now uh, have a company called Soul Food Movement, which is, it's a faith-based, you could say apparel company, but it's more so uh, centered in creating content that is geared to leading people to finding a relationship or a real relationship with um, Jesus. Uh, So all of the things that we do uh, which is selling t-shirts, but everything else is also, we 
create, we do videos with testimonials. Um, I was doing a Bible study. It's just all kind of putting media out there um, as well as the t-shirt is a form of media, right? <clears throat> but it, yeah, it's putting media out there that lead people to, to Christ, but not just, um, it's not just to, you know, I guess get them there, but more so to want to lead them towards wanting a real relationship with Christ. Nice. Their own personal relationship, which may not be in the orthodox way that people have seen. It's their own unique relationship. Nice. So um, walk us back from, this is where you are right now. Walk us back, I guess, from the point uh, from where I guess you started to go head first into media, like into your career or from college. I did video, I got into video production. I don't want to say like on a whim, but it's typically just the way I, Tatiana, do things, <laughs> which was, <clears throat> this feels right. Yeah. So I, um, I, I coming towards college, college or the end of college, I, or not the end of college, my bad high school. I, so I wasn't the person who knew I wanted to be a videographer all of my life. I kind of was always a creative person. Um, I didn't fit into anybody's boxes just in life in general. I'm mixed. So <laughs> I don't, mm. I didn't fit into any boxes. <clears throat> I, my, my parents, my Dad and my stepmother were entrepreneurs, but I honestly did not want to be an entrepreneur. Um, but I knew that I couldn't sit at a desk at a nine to five doing something mundane. Like I just knew that I could not do that. So coming down to the end of high school, I was feeling like I could sing, like I was okay at singing. So I thought that, you know, maybe I should be trying to get into Juilliard. But um, I also took a, I, I also was taking a photography class in my senior year. And um, yeah, basically I was like, hey, um, I can't, I can, I can sing okay, but when it comes to like com competition wise, like I know Beyonce, like I'm not gonna be, <laughs> I don't know if I can actually make a profit off of this. And then one day in the, in the black room of the, of the photography, I don't want to say studio, but in my photography class, because that, that epiphany led me to believe that maybe I should start looking for other options of um, <clears throat> work. And so one, one day in the black room, I was like, you know, I think I could do this, you know, I could do photography, but at that point I sucked at photography, but I, I felt like I could work in a black room or I could, you know, I guess developing film, I could do this. And so that's what led me to look for art schools. And then when I, um, when I found the Art Institute of Fort Lauderdale, I think, um, I, I, enro I enrolled in photography <clears throat> or I got into that school, I enrolled in photography. And then at the last minute, while I was looking at their programs, I was like, video production, video production sounds pretty cool. I think um, like if I, if I talked, this is literally the conversation in my head. I said, if I met somebody and they said, you know, what's your major? And I'm like, photography and they're like video production I would be like that sounds so cool man I wish I would have done that and apparently sure. I had gone through a number of experiences where I wish I would have done that <laughs> and I said this is enough I'm gonna call them and ask them if I can switch my major and they were like um yeah sure you can do that um you can switch back to photography if you don't like it and I was like okay cool and then you had to do a little 
you had to do a little um, interview for it. And I was like, well, I guess, I mean, when I read books, I visualize them in my mind, you know, which I really literally did. Um, and that's what got me into video <laughs> production. And But then like the first day, because I sucked at photography because we were working on film, mm -hmm. um, which is you can only get that one, you know, it's a lot of work to get one shot. And so you should know what you're doing. And I didn't know what I was doing. And so um, with video, we had multiple frames. And then I, I really found like, man, I really love this. And that's how I fell in love with video. So I could do it all. I, it was just something, I guess I, you could say I stumbled upon or the Lord led me to, <laughs> led me to <laughs> through these decisions. And um, from that point on, um, <clears throat> I was always, I found it as a form of expression, I guess. And I was always into doing things creatively and doing things not necessarily uh, the typical way that they're done, I guess, just showing a different a different side of, or a different point of view, which is based off of, I think one just being mixed in general, like I never, I didn't really see things the way that other people did. I was also very sheltered, so I didn't see things <laughs> the way people did. When I was in college, people knew like all of the music videos and stuff. I had no idea. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I always, I think also growing up, I didn't have what every, everybody else had. Um, when I was, when I was in high school, like we didn't have that much money at, at all. Like just common things. I was always like wishing that I had like, like, let's say just starch to be able to iron my clothes or to have more than like two uniforms or one uniform, not having to wash my uniform by hand every day, wow. you know, <clears throat> like just, just regular things. And so I had to kind of, um, I, I had to be creative, let's say. Right. Um, and people always, for some reason, just thought that we had money, I think, just because I, I look the way I look. <laughs> so, so people just always, people assume that I was smart and that, that, <laughs> that we had, <laughs> and that we had money. Um, so do you but think, so yeah, a lot of, do you think, um when you discovered your talent for video production did that extend into a way for you to bridge the gap between the things that you wanted and getting those things at any point or not really like do you see like um, oh i have this talent and the skill now i could do this to make things happen for me or not really i don't know if i felt like i had a talent yet i mean i knew that i enjoyed it I, I enjoyed it a lot. It was something that I could be immersed in. And I think growing up, my, my dad was always like, do what you love. Um, you have to do what you love. So um, that was kind of, that was ingrained in me. So I knew that it was whatever I did, if I had to spend 40 hours a week doing it, like I needed to love it. Right. And so maybe after, I think maybe in the mid of, of college, um, did I actually really start putting, I don't wanna say real effort into doing things a little bit more creative. Like I think mid, <clears throat> I don't know what year that was, but it was one particular project that I ended up doing, excuse me, where I was like, oh, I think this is, I think this is pretty good. And then that's when I started kind of pushing more boundaries creatively. But um, I didn't always, 
know that I had a talent per se until after doing it for a long period of time and feeling comfortable in doing it, I guess. No, it makes sense. So fast forward, you finished college, you got the work, you got fully equipped, brand spanking new camera, right? Touch NASA back home to make things happen. How's that been? What, what has that journey been like? Well, for, before that I had worked at a firm um, and then when I got laid off from that firm is kind of what led me to coming back. Well, not it let it was the beginning of my journey of coming back home. Yeah. But um, when I got back home is when I decided to be an entrepreneur. No. Well, yeah. Around the time, basically, I decided to be an entrepreneur. Um, I really just loved shooting and telling stories like I've always loved telling telling stories, telling either other people's stories or everything that I see, I, I always would see it in a video. Um, <clears throat> Cause I, like I said, I just think I felt like it was a good form of expression. So anyway, so coming back home, that was really my first time being an entrepreneur um, and learning, like, I guess this whole path of, of being a young business owner, which was, you know, I guess this just struggles of always working all the time or, you know, having to fight for what you're worth. Um, but also for me, it was a lot of learning actually how to, cause that's, I also had to be, you know, multifaceted being back home or just, I had this like very expensive camera. And so I think before I left Florida, one of my friends was helping me shoot photography mm -hmm. and that's, and then I would also just do things on my own, like just shoot, just shoot photography, go off and, um, go to the beach, just take pictures. And then I would, you know, do my, I think I started a series, um, <clears throat> a series just to, just to really practice. Um, and so I think, well, I think one of my friends had got me a gig doing, well, uh, Janae, she had, she had got me a gig doing photos for Heineken. And so I did, that and then when I did photos I think I just put a little video in there and then I think because they that started getting me jobs and then um people seeing me at this event doing video or photography was with like oh that I guess legitimized me <laughs> and so that's how I was able to actually you know start um working or getting getting clients and it was all just a learning a long learning process of, <laughs> you know, I guess just, you know, how to deal with clients, um, how to, um, how to make your boundaries, how to, you know, make up contracts so that you can like work efficiently and not just overwork yourself, but. Um, the growing up phase, the, the growing. The... Yeah. And now with this, I'm in a whole new growing up phase again. <laughs> it's a rebirth. <laughs> But yeah, okay, so on that note then, in terms of like diving into that split rock moment, you know, between that window of time, particularly where it's like, and you know, obviously as entrepreneurs, you you could have a lot of these one way or the next, in particular where like you hit that wall, like you hit that moment of frustration where like something's gotta give, whether you realize it or not, um, how, how Jesus is working in that mix as well too. Um, but like, what if, and yeah, I, you know, a few of these, even from like Starter Island, like trying to raise funds, trying to make things happen with nothing. Um, 
but like what has some of that been for you in terms of those moments between that that journey you know transitioning from corporate to coming back home to like what you're doing right now what have what have been those points of contention to you where you either met Jesus on the way up or the way down <laughs> so <clears throat> I am going to be completely honest <laughs> because that's a part of my branding transparency right um so i would say that the my company the the video production company um i would say my company tanked and failed and um it really put me in a a spot where I'm still trying to transition from where <clears throat> I, okay. So before I say that, I feel like God constantly puts you, well, puts me in positions. Once I become comfortable, I feel like he'll take me out of these situations and put me back into situations that make me uncomfortable. <laughs> um, because those are the times where I, end up having to really rely on him. Right. So with, um, with my company with Cutting Edge Creative, um, I think that because of my, uh, I was falling back on deadlines, like I, certain things that I still wasn't, I don't know, like, I think, well, I really think it was the deadlines thing. I don't know what it was with me and deadlines, man. <laughs> but... <laughs> Horrible name versus horrible. What? Deadlines. Yeah, deadlines. <laughs> it's just like, it's literally, and I don't, I really don't know what it is that, what it was about it. But um, yeah, I think that's what led to my demise because it wasn't necessarily my work. Um, but I think I, you know, I had, there was a point where I got robbed. Um, mm -hmm. And so I, I had, once again, I had a, had all of my faith in my camera, right? Like I literally had so much pride in my camera. I was like, what camera you got? I got the, the 5D Mark III, you know, like. Chad Lewis, Chad Lewis in these shoes. <laughs> and even still, like, sometimes I look back at those photos that I took with that camera and I didn't have as much expertise as I do now. And it was just like, oh, the, the, the imagery, the pictures, they were so good with so little effort. <laughs> You know, but anyways, after I had lost my camera, um, which was another uncomfortable situation that I felt that God put me in. And I literally had to rely on him because I only had one lens, but thank God I had that one lens. I still have that lens and I still use that lens, even though that lens is broken, my 50. <laughs> um, but I was gifted. Zoltan gave me a camera. It was a, it was a, Shout out a downgrade, you. let's yeah. say. But it forced me to, one, rely on God because I had to pray. I had to be like, Lord, please help me on this shoot because, you know, I can only do it through you. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need you. Yeah. Um, but it also forced me to hone in, learn more about photography because I couldn't rely on my camera anymore. I had to work on my skills um, to the point where, you know, now I would feel so comfortable, like, with, with that camera that I had. But um, once again, I like I really feel like it was that one. I had too much pride in my camera, and two, God made me have to lean on Him. Um, and I know it. He put me in that position where I know that everything that I got was literally because of Him. And then once again, it was also kind of leading me away from not have not not doing everything myself. 
like I needed to either call at certain points for certain projects, I would need help. Right. Um, or at that point, it made me eventually I ended up not even like shooting as much anymore. I just did so much editing, um, <clears throat> which put me in a different environment. I feel like every every transition was God putting me in a position to learn more about a particular area. And then eventually I'm going to gather, you know, all of this is going to come in handy <laughs> for whatever position he's lining me up for next. Um, so yeah, so with the tanking of my company, I felt so discouraged. And so like, it's still like, it's still kind of like, I'm literally, it's still forcing me out. It's a day by day process because um, it put me in this place where like, I don't want to do, I don't want to do, I don't want to do anything anymore. <laughs> I don't want to do video anymore. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't want to do video anymore. Like, have you seen the movie Bridesmaids? Yes. Great movie, by the way. Okay, I was gonna say, please tell me you saw this movie. Yeah. If you didn't, I mean, completely it's ruined. Cool. You have to see Bridesmaids. <laughs> okay, so you remember the lady, the main character? You know how she was a baker, and then her store tanked. Right. And so deep down, she really was still a baker, you know, but she was trying to find, you know, herself and all these other things. Right. So, anyways, when it came to this shirt company, I think deep down inside me, I can't. I can't One more time just for the, do nothing. The name, the name of the company? You got a name drop it. Soul Food <laughs> Movement. <clears throat> Soul Food MVMT on social media. All social we'll get the media. links later. We'll get the links later for sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I feel like I, there was something in me that knew that I, I, I can't just do nothing as a creative. So I knew I had to do something, even though I kind of was like, no, I feel like God was pushing this in me. And I was like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> but at the same time, I can't not do, <laughs> do anything. And so um, this idea of putting scriptures on shirts um, was something that I, I always did it at my uh at my old church, I would do the scripture posts. Um, and it was even something that came into thought, like back then, you know, people would be like, you know, you should put these on, on um, t-shirts. And um, I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, I guess, you know, at some point I will one day, who knows. <laughs> yeah. But um, like that little whisper, but then be like, yeah, I'll get to it. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Some point, you know, yeah. but um then I started feeling more of a pressing, you know, a pressing of doing it. I think I even had gotten a prophetic word about doing this, this like, you know, these shirts, but this was way, way back when. And so um, I, st I started getting more and more um, pressings of doing this. And even then I was thinking, I think I literally, I don't know if I was standing by this thing, I was thinking, the Lord, how am I gonna, how am I gonna afford to, you know, I had the I have to get a website. I have to do all of these other things. And um, I feel like I, literally when I had thought that, my friend had had um, like called me like minutes later saying, hey, because I have, um, I have, uh, you know, I guess my friend's address in the States, let's say, because mm. I'm also an American citizen. Um, I'm technically 
technically not a Bahamian, but am a Bahamian, but we're not going to get into that conversation. Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's two more episodes. That's two episodes down the line. <laughs> yeah. So she, anyways, my friend called me literally after I had that thought in the sink, um, that thought doing the dishes in the sink. Um, and she was like, you know, you, you have a check here. And so with the money, I was like, I, that to me was my, the answer to, to my question of me asking God, how am I going to, you know, fund this? Right. And so <clears throat> with that, I said, okay, okay, I'll do it. But I can't just do it any regular way. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put some play on it. I'm put some... But um, even through this, and then also I was like, and God, I can't do this like, um, I can't do this and fail, I guess. <laughs> or I can't do this in the, and operate in the way that I did before. One, because I don't want to go through this that failure again. But two, I'm, I'm doing this you know, in your name. And I definitely don't want it to tank, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so I think piece by piece, I think once I decided to go, go forward with it, I feel like bit by bit every day, I was finding more and more ways of how I was supposed to do this. And a big thing that I feel like God was leading me towards was like sustainability and creating, um, creating creating this in a way that will be sustainable which was like before I was used to just being gung-ho with everything like work 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 but then it's like or like you know with posts like I'm gonna make a post every single day and <laughs> that's how I'm gonna mark myself but then it was like okay that's not that's not sustainable you know like I'm not gonna be able to make a post every single <laughs> every single day you need to do something little by little and so like with everything that I did or even mapping out the plan for the year it was um it was how can I do this in in the capacity especially being a mother um that was also sorry that was also a part of a thing that kind of threw me out of a uh threw me out of what I was in because then with with my company tanking then i got married and then and then became a mother like right. you know back to back yeah. so then not only did the company shift but then my whole identity is kind of shifting because as you when i'm becoming a parent it's like now my thoughts aren't just for myself it's for my son you know caring and putting everything into my son um and then also becoming a wife it's completely different so it's not just me anymore right. um and so at this point now I'm still figuring <laughs> figuring myself out figuring this all out really um there are times where I feel like um giving up there are times where I feel like giving up but I know that it's I know that it's I know that it's a feeling and I know that it's something it's something that I wrestle with but I know that it's not a place that I can stay. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. So what I wanted to do, I guess, with this in making it different because of my experience, I guess, with, you know, you can't even get into my life pre-Jesus and then my life after Jesus. <laughs> but I think a thing that had... I had my experience living in the world. I had a, I had a grand old time. 
right? Being there, you know, I wasn't saved when I got out the womb. I, yeah. I lived, I lived my life to the fullest, but I know what would turn me off from um, people in Christianity, I would say. And then I knew what would, um, what I had observed from other people where I felt like I maybe was misled. Um, right. And I don't even want to just say Christianity because I believed in God, but I wasn't as I am now. Right. And so with this brand, I felt like, well, well, what I was led, I would say, because what in the beginning was testimonies, people's testimonies. And that's why I'm being transparent now, because I don't want to hide. I felt like what I had seen in the church, excuse me, before was that everything was just painted as like, this is perfect, you know? Right. Excuse me. We are perfect. Um, <clears throat> we're attaining perfection. And what I would see is this is not, this is not the case. This is not so. And I came to the understanding, you know, that we are perfect through, through Christ, through God, you know, with God, not on our own. Like we are not coming to him perfect. If we were already perfect, we wouldn't be here. You know, it's about working through whatever he has us going through so we can, you know, be there with him in perfection. Um, Amen. And so, so I wanted to, show that in in all of what we produced or all of the content that was created so testimonies I felt like I came to to Christ I decided to get baptized off of testimonies of like you know people who had gone through really traumatic things and seeing them grounded in Christ and I felt like that was what <clears throat> that is what can help others you know finding out what people are going through and why they find their grounding in, in Christ and also like as I said, with me, like, you know, like what they battle through day to day, because then people might come to Christ and be like, wait, I'm not, you know, this, I'm not, or perfect. I'm having yeah. these thoughts. I'm battling with this. Like, um, I'm not worthy to be a, uh, like, I'm not worthy. I'm, I'm just, you know, this <laughs> sinning sinner who's, yeah. who's bound to fail. Dirty the dirty, dirty. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. that's not what it is. We're all learning like this is this is what it is it's, it's just not staying there um so that's the message and then also like i said like well with finding a real relationship with with god is that i felt like it was for me in my personal journey it was easy for me to rely on my pastor and then i think that it made me i was i feel like eventually one day i'm gonna write a book called lazy faith <laughs> where it's like a lazy Christian, because then you don't end up rely, you end up relying on your pastor, like, or like people, you could, you could be, re, you could be relying on tradition, you could be relying on rituals, um, right. and not on actually pursuing a real relationship with God. And my relationship with God may not look like somebody else's relationship with God. And so that is what led me to be like, you know, I'm going to, one, I'm going to find my own relationship with God. And that's me doing the things that, you know, I feel like I love just to be real with, <laughs> I mean, just to be real with God. He knows me. He knows all my thoughts anyways. So um, I'm making it an enjoyable process, but just, I guess, a pursuit. And so I felt like that was what I wanted to express in the t-shirt brand slash movement right is that is the shirts they have the word of god on them so they're for people where who need that 
need that, let's say, inspiration <laughs> for the day. Like, I'm going to rep that shirt. Like, this shirt, I'm repping this shirt today, which was um, <clears throat> create in me a clean heart, oh, God, because, Lord, I need it. <laughs> One, classic. <laughs> but I also wanted to do it in design-wise where, you know, it could just lead people. I, the scriptures are printed on the back of the shirt, which was... So that, you know, when you're standing in lines or whatever, you know, people can read it. So one, they're going to get a dose of God, whether they like it or not. But also it could lead someone to ask questions, um, you know, ask questions maybe. And that can help. It's an invitation. It's an invitation. Not, yeah. if, not, if not only to, you know, say, okay, I saw this on a shirt. Let me go look this up later. But could be a dialogue or a conversation depending on how bold one may feel right. in that moment. And that's a vibe. But um. But yeah, it's a like it's crazy just going through that whole thing, um, like your story, in terms of how pride could be so elusive, right? In terms of where you put so much of your hope and your faith in, right? Mm-hmm. It could be something as small as a camera, you know, or like what you might think is a camera being so big at that point in time, and then you slowly make camera. that <laughs> lens or anything. But then you know you come across these moments, these bumps in the road, these split rock moments. And then you slowly come to a point where like you rely more on God along the way because you recognize where the real source and not only your creativity, your opportunities, you know, just your whole outlook comes from. And then you you have these moments and these bumps and these hiccups to kind of refine that faith and to flex and to work on those muscles in which where you go and you rely on. Right. Um, and you learn that over time. Yeah, everything- Sorry, I had to jump in because I literally was having a conversation with somebody about this today. But, you know, everything is a refinement. Um, I feel like everything, every battle, because we're talking about, you know, just our own trials um, and all of these things, it, I think it, what is it? Then that, that's the thing is the scripture of the day on version was, <laughs> was, I think is James <clears throat> um, one where it's like, let me wait, let me make sure because it was all it also could have been in the Bible plan. Um, I'm logging into it now, but it was saying that, oh, consider it nothing but joy. Um, my brothers and sisters, um, whenever you fall into various trials, be assured that the testing of your faith through experience produces endurance, leading to well, sorry, I had the amplified version, so it says leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace. And that was James 1, um, chapter 1, verses 2 through 3. And so we were talking about um, how, like, to take it as joy. And, and they were like, well, you know, like, why? I guess, because it's just like, <clears throat> I guess, you, well, when you, for me, reading it is saying that just as we have, you know, our muscles, you know, to exercise, when you start to exercise, it is exhausting, and it is strenuous. Um, But you know, the result of it, which is either, you know, a desired weight or health, you know, you know, that the results of it is, is, is something that is going to, I guess, bring you joy or make give you happiness or not just that, but put you in a better, healthier position on top of the fact that doing these things every single day or however you exercise, this routine is made to strengthen whatever it is over time, it's going to build your muscle and build your endurance. 
And so with that, it would make you, you know, stronger in each day or each week or each month, whatever, you're going to have to add more, add more so that you can keep yourself actually, you know, challenged, let's say. And so yeah. with the same thing is with these trials and, and with our faith, what it does for our faith, because yes, they are challenging, but after a certain amount keeps on being put on you and after you have to continuously work through that uh, or put in these positions where you have to rely on God, um, after amount of time, like things get added because of the fact that your faith is strengthened in God, not just proving himself time and time again, but you learn how to really <clears throat> trust him and how to have to endure through these things that you're you're going through. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, like you couldn't say it, you couldn't have said it better in terms of, and I think that's another expectations Christians have to, or like people who walk with God, have to take in consideration in terms of this life isn't an easy life, you know. Nor yeah. being a Christian guarantees that you will have an easy life. You everybody will have a lot of challenges, and how you move through those challenges dictate how you how your faith works with God you know what I mean like when the unexpected happens you know someone breaking in your car for your camera or you know anything could happen you lose a loved one or any random thing that could happen throughout the day how do you move through that in terms in in the light of what it means to walk in faith to walk in true perseverance to walk in peace when it doesn't make sense, when yeah. you should be freaking out or like when you would have freaked out earlier in the past. Now you don't because you know where you need to, what um, shade you need to go under. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And even, and and even yeah. you're, you're learning more and more about God every, you know, if in your pursuit, every, time, every we're learning, yeah. but we're, we're, let's say we're, we're studying the Bible. We're learning, we're watching sermons. We're listening to worship music, you know, we're saying these things. And so when we were, I, what we were talking about, you know, what I was talking about with my friend also was that, you know, tests, tests come to test your, your knowledge of, of your education on something or right. one, if you're able to apply what you have learned. So when we have these tests and these trials, it's like, okay, are we about what we're saying we're about? I can sing to God say, I trust you, Lord. And then, but that, that test is going to come to right. see who I really trust you. <laughs> that exam coming regardless. Right. <laughs> right. Right. God's be like, okay, she says this. So let's see, let's see if it's, uh, if how, how much she really does. Um, and those tests and, and those things come over and over again, you know, to see if we if we are able to apply what we're, what we're learning. Yeah. And more times than not, like the payoff, it may not seem that way and it might take longer than you expect, but when it does break through, it, it makes it all the more meaningful. You know what I mean? It makes it more like, ah, I see why that happened the way it needed to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's so important, like, like for me, again, that split rock moment, you look at it from, again, in this context, you know, in terms of like an overflowing of, you know, that water to, to nourish the people of Israel, but looking at it from Moses' perspective, you know, like he had a, he had a, a stumbling moment <laughs> where like he paid a penalty for that, you know what I mean? He didn't get to make it to the promised land. But that wasn't the end of his story. You know, God still acknowledged him, but like, you know, he still ended up a parent at the transfiguration, you know, and he's still very much 
was, you know, a model for Jesus as well, too, in terms of what he would do and that baton he would take to move forward so that we could all have grace when we do have those moments, right? Um, but yeah, man, so it's very good stuff. So, I mean, like, so I guess with that being said, in that light, where do you see um, soulful movement going? Like, what, what are your hopes and your aspirations along the way uh, for where you see this brand um, blooming into? Um, well, one, I just, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm really hoping that it's, that it remains in alignment of what God, you know, wants. Like, I would never want it to be the Tatiana show. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, I, I, that would be a fear of mine. I would say that I would get like, even that's why I guess with success and all these other things, like, I feel like all of these things that can elevate you as a person can take, you know, not to say take God out of it, but I just wanted to all bring, bring glory to God. I would love for it to be a community of people who are just, you know, like modern day, regular people, <laughs> who are thirsting for God. Like, I wish, I would hope that also like, um, it would allow a space for creativity. I mean, God is the ultimate creator, right? Mm -hmm. So I would just hope that it's a place where creativity can, can reign as well. Like that we can communicate through creative outlets um, to bring people closer to God. Um, and to pursue real relationships with God in in their own way. <clears throat> so I would love for, you know, as much as I would, I, I, I can't say that I even would love for, to see a bunch of people wearing the shirts and whatnot. I would just really love to see it as a movement for Christ and that it actually can move. But, you know, whoever it is supposed to reach, that it can help um help those people or encourage those people, uplift those people who need to see it. But I would really would hope that it would become a community of people who were just, like I said, willing to use creative outlets to pursue God. Nice. Yeah, man. Thank you for that. Yeah. Like I, so like I said, I said, you, I said before on the, the last show, like, let me, let me give you some flowers from my perspective again. You know what I mean? from being being a participate a participant with you along with life <laughs> <laughs> on a lot of different facets of it um you know i and me as well coming to a point where i've had a few split rock moments where you know yeah and again our faith is based on a combination of what we know as fact through how we act through love with other people in our community and even some of the, through some of the things that we can't even logically explain, like things just coming through and prayers just answered on the fly, right? Where like, you have to give God the glory you, like it's no question. And those moments, even if you zoom into those really tight or you think back or when you went through those, you know, you, you kind of hit yourself with the question, why is this happening, right? And it could be stuff that you didn't get or stuff that you did get, but you didn't expect for it to look or be the thing that it ended up being. Um, 
but all those things work together at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Especially if you try to for the purpose like this and having conversations with individuals like this. So I, I, I appreciate you for the transparency. Uh, I appreciate you for like what you're trying to do. Um, you know, and just pray that God continues to work through it. You know what I mean? So I appreciate you for that. Thank you, man. And um, thank you for thinking of me to be a guest on this show. Got it. Got it. (laughs) I told Karel, got it out, Tatiana, on the first show. Yeah. Well, thank you, Karel, for having this outlet as well. But um, yeah, thanks. Thanks for the consideration. Thanks for your for your words and um yeah man so to, to wrap it up let us know where we could find you uh, you know your uh or your handles where where we could look out for what you got going on yeah it's a i was told you know actually well okay i'll, I'll just keep it short but anyways i was told that you should have <laughs> have all of your handles the same <clears throat> and so therefore all of my handles are the same you can find uh you know the shirts at uh soul food it's s-o-u-l f-o-o-d food m-v-m-t um the like a acronym from or you know shortened version of movement.com mm. um soul food m-v-m-t at instagram and facebook um and tiktok um and um there's a new line of shirts that i'm working on for the summer uh that should be released within the next like month or so um and also looking forward to doing a like a short film um showcase uh like you know where people can create a just a short story or short film based on something it'll be a topic you know some something a word something founded in christ you know um but i'm looking forward to being able to host and do that i'm hoping towards the the summer the end of the summer um and i think that's i think that's it i think that's all no that works (laughs) that's a good thing i want but yeah, thank you again. Uh, and everybody, thank you for tuning into the Royal Access Podcast. Uh, my fir- uh, good first show. I, I hope hope you enjoyed it. Um, and I'll be back next month with the next guest. I haven't confirmed that yet. But um, uh, but yeah, thank you for tuning in. And Tatiana, thanks again. Appreciate you. And uh, we'll sign out. Peace. Thank you for listening Peace. to the Royal Access Podcast. Be sure to learn more about how to connect with us in the show notes below. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it with a friend. We would also love for you to consider leaving a rating or a review. Until next time, I'm Corel Pinder, your truth-telling accountability partner.